And now, coming to you from the classiest radio station on the air, this is... Evie right back with Midweek Musings. Alright, hello everybody and welcome back to Midweek Musings. If you're new here or you just need a refresher, my name is Evie Breitbach. I'm a sophomore student at St. Ambrose University. I'm majoring in English with minors in digital media production and multimedia journalism. And this is my podcast. The title Midweek Musings comes from the idea that every week we're going to be discussing a different philosophical or scientific question that, you know, that requires a little bit of musing to get to any sort of answer. And a lot of the times, um, a lot of the times we don't have answers by the end. We just discuss the question, such as last week's episode, which was, is the universe truly infinite? If you haven't listened to that one, I 10 out of 10 would recommend. That one was like one of my favorite ones I've ever produced. So yeah, definitely go back and listen after this, of course. Now this episode is going to be a little bit different actually a lot different from the one last week. Last week we were talking about everything science and physics and theory, and this week I want to take a complete 180 and talk about something that came to mind during my first week of classes, which as you're hearing this, it is significantly after our first week of classes. I just am pre-recording because I know, I know that once we get going with school, this like semester is going to kick my butt a little bit because I'm taking 18 credits, having two jobs, and in three musical ensembles. So, that is why we're pre-recording. But anyways, an idea that came to mind during my first week of classes is the topic of forgiveness. This topic may seem super religious, but I assure you that it's only as religious as you want it to be. And that's kind of the nice thing. You can look at this topic in whatever way that you want to. So if you are a religious person, you can look at this from this from the viewpoint of religion. And if you're not, that is totally fine. I am not a super religious person myself. And this is still a topic that has been extremely meaningful to me these past few weeks. I got the idea in my honors class this semester, which is a theology class, and the class is called Forgiveness and Peacebuilding, or no, it's called Reconciliation and Peacebuilding. As I'm, you know, recording this, we haven't actually done much, but we have started talking about forgiveness, and I have learned so much already, it's actually insane. So I took that, did some of my own research, and boom, we have a podcast episode about it. So before we get going into the actual content, this is going to be structured just a little bit differently than some of my other episodes just because I didn't feel like the need to write out a super detailed script. And not that I always write a really detailed script, but I usually have, you know, some parts that are written word for word. This one I have, I still have that, but it's just most of it is going to be me freeballing. So if it goes well, that'd be great because it'll save me a lot of time in the future. But if it doesn't, I'm going to have to re-record and I'm probably going to hate myself. So anyways, let's just, let's just go. So what is forgiveness? To forgive is to stop feeling angry or resentful towards somebody for an offense, flaw, or mistake. Now that is the Oxford Dictionary definition. This means that you no longer have feelings of revenge or resentment towards someone and can even go as far as feelings of goodwill towards them. Obviously, forgiveness does not mean you have to have feelings of goodwill towards somebody, but at the very least, you cannot feel revengeful. So you could still say on the outside, oh, like I I forgive them, it's all good. But then on the inside, if you're, you know, thinking about slashing their tires when you see their car in the parking lot, you have not forgiven them. And it's time to admit that to yourself. (laughs) Anyways, oftentimes we confuse forgiveness with other things, which is what makes people so reluctant to forgive because it makes it to be It makes it out to be a lot harder than it actually is. 
once you know what forgiveness actually means and what it doesn't mean, it mean it makes it a lot easier to like begin to forgive people. So for starters, forgiveness is not reconciliation. Forgiveness only involves you. It doesn't take two people. It's something that you do for yourself, whether they are forgiving you in return or not. You don't have to meet up and hash out your differences. It can happen all on your own. Because what if you were never to see them again? What if somebody that you know were to move away to a different country or die? Like, are, are you just never going to forgive them because you can't talk to them? No, because realistically, you have to be able to forgive somebody even without ever seeing them. It's all just up to you. It's in your own mind. Number two, forgiving is not forgetting. People often say forgive and forget, but that is really not the best way to think about it because you can forgive somebody while still remembering what happened. If you remember what happened, you are protecting yourself from things like that happening again. You're protecting yourself from letting yourself get hurt again. You're giving yourself a boundary. A healed memory is not a deleted memory. It just simply gives you hope and positive feelings for the future. So you can look back on this memory and feel neutral about it. Say somebody punches you in the face. <laughs> I know this is kind of an example that I literally just thought of like two seconds ago. But say somebody punches you in the face and you're like so mad at them for a long time. And then eventually you're like, well, this is stupid. I don't want to feel mad about this anymore. But of course, you're not going to forget that time you got punched in the face. You're just going to be like, okay, you know, it's fine. I don't have to, you know, spend brain power thinking about how much I want to punch this person back in the face. You can just look back at that memory and be like, okay, maybe in the future, if I see someone swing, I'm going to duck. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it now because it already happened. You can just change things for the for next time, I guess. Moving on, forgiveness is not condoning or excusing. This is something that I know a lot of people struggle with, including myself. When I'm trying to move on past a wrong that somebody committed against me, I usually try to find an excuse for why they may have acted that way. Like, oh, they had bad mental health, or they were really struggling with whatever, or they didn't mean it. But no, you don't ever have to excuse somebody's actions in order to forgive them. You're not giving them a pass. You're not telling them it's okay. You're allowing yourself to move on from the wrong they did. So you can still acknowledge that what they did was wrong and that it should never have happened and like you deserve way better than that, but you still have to put those feelings behind you if you ever want to move on in your life. Forgiveness is not justice. You don't need an apology or closure in order to forgive. If you're waiting for something to happen in order to forgive, then clearly you're not ready to let go of whatever happened. And that's a really, really tough place to be. And I'm going to talk more about this later, but it's a place that I've been for months because of a certain thing that happened that I received absolutely no closure for. It left an open wound for a long time, and I was waiting for something to happen that would make me feel better about it, and nothing ever did. And we'll talk more about this later once I kind of wrap things up at the end, but if you're waiting for something to happen, it's probably not going to. And then finally, forgiveness is not the same thing as forbearance. Forbearance is letting go of small things that happen on a daily basis, like your sibling who never puts a new roll of toilet paper on. You don't have to go around and being like, oh, I forgive you for forgetting to change the toilet paper roll. No, because that really just lessens the meaning of forgiveness. So instead, that type of small thing is called forbearance, and that's just like just letting tiny little things like that go without having giving them a second thought, because it's just not even big enough to warrant forgiveness. To recap that little section forgiveness is not 
reconciliation, forgetting, condoning or excusing, justice or forbearance. I think it's time to go into everybody's favorite segment. It's time for a little bit of history. As most of you probably know, the concept of forgiveness is a concept deeply rooted in religion. We touched on this a little at the beginning. And again, even if you're not religious, you can still like appreciate that forgiveness does come from religion. The oldest accounts of person-to-person forgiveness are found in the Old Testament of the Hebrew Bible. The best example is Genesis 37-45, to where Joseph is left dead by his brothers and then he rises to power in Egypt. Having the opportunity later down the line to punish his brothers, he instead offers forgiveness before they ever made up for it. Muslims and Buddhists also have similar stories, and there doesn't really seem to be an ancient religious text that doesn't reference forgiveness, which just goes to show the importance of this concept. If that many people in that many different parts of the world in different times in history were all able to separately value this concept, then maybe it does have some intrinsic value. Forgiveness as a concept just cuts across virtually every religion and philosophy. And to be honest, there's not a lot more to talk about when it comes to history because it's just kind of been there. Like, I did research on, like, where it comes from and it's just, like, the Bible. Like, it just comes from religion. And so I was like, okay, well, where did it come from? From the Bible. And it's like, it just exists. So, you know, it may be another time we can talk about things like this, whether they exist naturally in nature, like the idea of forgiveness, like is that something that's built into our brain or is that something that we've come up with? Little food for thought there. Why is forgiveness so important? I kind of want to talk about that next. Let's go back to the punching in the face example, okay? Um, So somebody punched you in the face. If you never forgive this person, you will probably never let go of this resentment. You'll be stuck in the past. You'll be hurting for longer than you have to. So, like, they punch you in the face and you just go about your day-to-day life just with this just stuck in your brain. You're wasting so much of your own energy, so much of your time, and so much of your brain space wasted on thinking about this person who really does not deserve your time. And so, the best way to go about that is to you know, forgive them for punching you in the face. And it sounds so cliche when I say it out loud, but it's so, so necessary. If you are able to work through these feelings of resentment, not necessarily excusing them for punching you in the face, because obviously physical violence is never acceptable. And you're obviously not waiting for them to apologize. But if you're able to work through these feelings on your own, you will be so much better off in the end. So, In the same vein, just as important as forgiving others is forgiving yourself, which might sound confusing because a lot of the time, I mean, I hadn't even thought of this as a concept until like three days ago, Um, but we all need to forgive ourselves for things that we've committed against ourselves and for letting, letting other people treat us so badly and like letting ourselves get manipulated. So for starters, we need to have more leniency with ourselves. And an example I have here is like people who feel guilty when they don't exercise just because I know this is like a huge topic of like mental health issues is like people who get like addicted to exercise and stuff. So if you don't exercise, you end up feeling really bad, but you need to forgive yourself for like taking that time 
for whatever else you needed to do. Because if you're skipping exercising, there's probably a reason. People don't just skip to skip. It's either because you're tired or because you don't have time. And not wanting to is a reason. Because if you don't want to do something, there is definitely something like else underlying, like underlying that for why you don't want to. So just have leniency with yourself when you don't live up to your own expectations or live up to other people's expectations or like don't follow rules that you set for yourself. And then the other side of that coin was forgiving yourself for allowing yourself to be manipulated. This has happened to me so many times where I'm like, well, why did I like, why did I listen to that person? Why did I let them get close to me? Why did I do this and this and this? That only ended badly for me. And it's like, you have to forgive yourself for that because it's not your fault. There's nothing else you could have done differently in that situation, especially if somebody is a master manipulator. Like, that's their whole game. Again, it's not saying like, oh, it's okay that they manipulated me. It's saying it's okay that I was manipulated because there's nothing else I could have done about that. All right, (laughs) let's end that rant for now. I could go on and on and on about why it's so important to forgive yourself, but we need to move on. So let's get into this little section about how to forgive and how to do this process of forgiveness because I've I've touched on this a lot now and you're probably sitting there thinking well thanks a lot Evie you're telling me why it's so important but you're not going to tell me how to do it okay well sit back and listen then because here we go this first step in the process of forgiveness is you have to recall what happened if this means like writing it down or like you know saying it out loud like talking to somebody like a therapist a friend family member or just like recording yourself saying it so you can like listen to it back almost like storytelling to yourself of what happened just like remembering all the details that's number one number two is empathizing with the other person and this does stray very very close into the condoning slash excusing category but there is a difference empathizing is understanding why they may have done it I understand that they were angry and that's why they punched me in the face. It's not saying it's okay that they punched me in the face because again, physical violence is never okay. Remember that kids, remember that. (laughs) But it's understanding why they may have acted the way that they did because sometimes understanding why can help you understand what you need to do to feel better. And then you have to literally just commit (laughs) like just commit to forgiving this person and this process will look different for literally every single situation and every single person based on different circumstances it's going to be a process and a lot of times it takes really really a long time to to get past whatever happened no like if it's really big it might take years and that's okay like it's gonna be a process and it's not it's not easy and then the last step And I learned these steps in my class, by the way. The last step is holding on to forgiveness. And so this goes back to the process thing. Like if it's going to take years, you have to remember what you set out to do and you can't give up on it. And this all sounds very, very cliche, but I think sometimes people just use the word cliche because they are jealous (laughs) anyways. And so then some other tips to help you along your forgiveness journey is to uncover your anger because a lot of the times anger is like the number one thing that stands in the way of forgiveness because if you're angry it's kind of like clouding your judgment i mean you've probably heard that before i definitely experience that a lot when i have something bad happen to me usually my first response is 
anger and frustration and that really like fuels me for a long time until that starts to fade and then the other emotions set in so like the faster you can get the faster you can get through the anger and then through like to your true emotions underneath it'll make everything so much easier and it'll like the process won't be as drawn out hopefully and then another tip is to imagine how it would feel to for you to be forgiven because that really can like give you a reality check like oh well what if they've forgiven me because I don't think anyone wants to be like in a two in two-person conflict I don't think anyone wants to be the one that still cares when the other one doesn't because that just makes you look bad and feel bad so it's like imagine what it would feel like if they forgave me I feel like that's just a big motivator to like get past it you know what I mean and then finally the biggest tip is to like write a letter it's the old like write a letter to somebody and don't send it and then obviously destroy it afterwards because what would happen if they found it if that's a possibility if it's like you know not even a slight chance that they would ever see it whatever but like would recommend getting rid of the evidence (laughs) but just write a letter like as long as you want it to be of just like everything that you're feeling everything that you've thought of and don't ever send it but just getting it out seriously makes the hugest difference okay and now this brings us to the section I was talking about earlier where I'm going to give you one big example from my life (laughs) and and hopefully it'll make other people listening not feel as alone in their struggles and maybe by talking about it even if I just help one person or have one person have some sort of like aha moment in which that they can move on from a struggle that they've had then I will have accomplished my mission all of a sudden this has become a self-help podcast and I'm not I'm not mad about it so basically um at the beginning of this year (laughs) I was very deeply wronged by somebody who was very close to me and to be honest I don't really want to go that much more into detail than that just because my own privacy and so for reference that was in like January and February and it's late August now like it's almost September and I was like doing so so well I I was like really really angry for the first few cu- months and then I was fine and I I didn't see him or talk to him or have any sort of communication with him for like six months and I was like this is great I hadn't like to be honest like the entire like last month hadn't even thought of the guy and it was amazing and then this past Friday I saw him on just by chance and then he like was standing like five feet away from me and I freaked out because I had never taken the time to move on from this thing that had happened I had just kind of pushed it aside because I was like basically out of sight out of mind and then seeing him just brought this whole thing back and it was so bad it just brought all these feelings right back because I had masked them with anger and then put them aside and not touched them since like April because I was like it's been because in April I, I had thought like it's been three months I can't be feeling this way anymore I just can't 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 so I just like pushed past it I just pushed past it and didn't didn't heal so then literally like three days ago I realized that maybe I had never addressed these feelings the way that I should have. So I'm going to be going on my own little forgiveness journey per se in the next few weeks, days, months, no idea. Yeah, and it's going to be rough because (laughs) I'm a very bitter person and I hold a grudge for a long time. So if I can do it, so can you guys. 
But anyways, if you're new here, you know the drill. We don't take Evie's words as law. We take them as a grain of salt. Because that's just... <laughs> Evie's two cents. Well, that was most of what I had to say for the podcast today. I, I'm glad I tried doing it off script because honestly, that felt very raw and... I almost said wriggling because of that quote from Lord of the Rings when Gollum's eating that fish. <laughs> He's like, I should try to find the audio and put it in here. Raw and um, real. We'll go with that instead of wriggling. Yeah, I didn't hate it, but let me know if you did because who knows? Maybe this was all over the place and I'll listen back to it later and just have to redo it. But thank you guys so much for listening, especially if you listened all the way to the end of this very rambly episode. I appreciate everybody taking time out of their day to listen to me talk. Yeah, check me out wherever you want to. And thank you guys for listening. I'll see you next time. Midweek Musings airs at 6.30 on Wednesday nights on 106.1 FM in the Quad Cities area. But you can also find it on Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast was recorded at the studios of KALA-FM, St. Ambrose University. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KALA Radio or St. Ambrose University.